You're listening to the True Blue Podcast, sponsored by the Victoria City Police Union. Real stories told by real police officers working in Victoria and Esquimalt. What are the streets of Victoria and Esquimalt really like? The True Blue Podcast will give you some personal insights into what happens when wearing a police uniform. Welcome back to the True Blue Podcast, everyone. My name is Matt Waterman. I'm the host. With me today in the room, Todd Mason on the soundboard. Hello, everybody. Uh, this is a bit of a special episode. We're going to talk about the budget rejection of uh, Vic PD. Um, this is not a new thing. Uh, the members of the Victoria City Police Union are not happy about this. The other day, Len Hollingsworth and the executive uh, put together a news release and basically said they're very disappointed in the Squamalt Council's decision to reject the budget and uh, it's going to cause a cascading effect through our membership. And uh, I, I really don't think they thought this through. Uh, that's my that's my view. Um, and I just want to make it a point that this isn't the first time this has happened, not necessarily from Esquimalt Council, but it's happened at the Victoria Council table. And, you know, I'm, I'm also going to make a point that a number of years ago before I'll call it budgets being um, turned down. Budgets were discouraged. And what I mean by that is, you know, I've been on the uh, police union executive for a number of years, and we always got this hint from the senior management, who was kind of the arm of the police board, our employer, saying, uh, hey, the indication is, is that councils don't want any significant increase to the budget. And you get 0%. So work that out within your own budget. And to me, even though they don't say that that's a reduction in your budget, it essentially results in a reduction in your budget. So they give this hint on the side and they say, hey, you're going to get zero next year. So don't plan for any increases. So then the, the police department has to go and manage their way through the preparation of the next budget, essentially getting almost no increase in the budget. So that creates another uh, avenue that's been occurring for years. And as a member of the police department, that further has eroded our confidence in our local politicians supporting us and supporting public safety. And my, my view is that, you know, there, there really is no place for politics in public safety. There's a requirement to keep our, our communities safe there's a requirement to keep our police officers uh, safe on the road doing the job that we've been hired to do. Um, the union president, Len Hollingsworth, also made it clear in the press release that, you know, the, the Solicitor General back in 2003 uh, forced an amalgamation between the Scrommel and Victoria Police. That occurred uh, since that time. Uh, I think the, well, the framework agreement that uh, has been noted in the media a number of times uh, was, was later signed. And, and I should maybe highlight the fact that that was signed under the, uh, the term of uh, Chief Frank Elsner. Uh, I think it was a political move. It wasn't a smart move. We had many, many members of the Victoria Police uh, senior management who were, were not happy with the framework agreement. Uh, Esquimalt was certainly forcing that. They were trying to make that happen. They wanted something to, you know, have for them to refer to, to say how much they owed. And, 
you know, Todd and I were discussing before we turned on the recording that essentially uh, we kind of disagree overall with the fact that, you know, hey, you get 12 or 13 or 14, whatever the number is, percent of the, you pay that much, but then you don't, you know, you, you don't get more, right? And uh, we disagree wholeheartedly. There's too many occasions where we can talk about uh, crimes occurring that are slightly across the border and you get more than your 12%. Yeah, absolutely. Yep. Um, you know, our members feel real discouraged when when those discussions happen in public and this is our only avenue to really say that we disagree with that and that our members feel that they're out there working their butts off trying to do the job of a police officer and yet you know a number of years ago we were turned down for our six new bodies the province finally stepped in now it was a year and a half after that that they said oh by the way yes you need to pay for the six new bodies but what happened is the Victoria Police Department had to work that into their existing budget. There really was no new money. Mm-hmm. To me, the whole exercise was a waste of time. And that was after we also got turned down for four or six new bodies right after that, yep. which they got, they, they wouldn't essentially uh, accept the new newer bodies. Um, so this is a, what, what this has uh, turned into is a reduction of our workforce and unable to catch up because we keep getting turned down for improvement of our resourcing. And the most recent one, of course, was, for, I believe, for four new policing bodies and, and some new civilian support staff. And again, turned down. And the argument is that, you know, we don't need them. Well, I think it was pretty clear this year and, and last year that, the Victoria Police Department is wholly understaffed. We've been uh, offering huge amounts of money to new experienced police officers to come to our community, um, trying to get them here in the current uh, financial uh, struggles of trying to own a house in Greater Victoria is not easy. Those are also creating some issues with, with our our uh, efforts to try and increase our resources. And those, um, those issues are again impacting the the police officer on the street. The police officer on the street should be able to come to work, do their work, um, feel like they're being supported uh, from the community. And the representatives of the community are the council. And in my uh, humble opinion, I'm not convinced that our council is properly representing their communities. And that goes for Victoria and Esquimalt. Mm -hmm. And way too many times, are they publicly saying, oh, we support the police, and then they turn around and turn down the budget specifically because it's something they can do. Uh, I think the entire process of police boards has been uh, shot down. There is essentially an ineffective police board model in British Columbia. Every one of our police boards um, has had struggles and often it's because of political interference. The role of the police board is to oversee, uh, from a civilian perspective, the operations of the police department. Unfortunately, the chair of the police board in British Columbia is by virtue uh, an elected mayor of that community. And for the Victoria Police, we have two communities, and it's not effective. I'd like to... uh, 
Todd, go ahead. Yeah, I agree with you, Matt. And and we can complain about uh, officers suffering and we're overworked and there's not enough of us and we we feel like we're being run ragged. But ultimately, ultimately, the people who suffer the most are the residents of Victoria and Esquimalt, right? We yep. come to work, we do our job, we go home, but we can, you know, we can go home to our, our houses and, and, and do whatever, but it's the, 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 the people of Victoria and Esquimalt who, whose houses are being broken into, whose cars are being broken into, who are being just randomly assaulted on the street that we can't get to them because we are too busy going to other calls and they have to be prioritized. So <clears throat> yes, we're affected by it very much so, but it's the people, the voting public, people who pay their taxes who are more affected by it than us. So good point. And uh, that's our call to action today is to every citizen in Victoria and Esquimalt and any community who wants their community or any citizen who wants their community to be safe. When you're voting in October of 2022, make sure you find a candidate who is going to support public safety. Support the police departments that need to be out in the street uh, dealing with the crime and the issues that we are often tasked with. So go to the polls with that on on your conscience and make sure that anyone who you vote in is fully prepared to support public safety and not just uh, for their own political reasons uh, deny the police department a budget. Uh, I, I can honestly tell you that we're asking uh, for the minimum amount and often that frustrates me. I think we should be asking for the reality and uh, that that's just a little difficult to deal with for most of our membership. Politically, uh, there's way too many uh, levels of government in, in, our, in our region that are, you know, almost fighting each other and we want to see some change uh, as a union, we've been bringing some of these issues to the forefront, that there's not enough mental health supports in the community, that there's horrible uh, court control over offenders who should be either in custody or under better cir- uh, circum- um, surveillance, et cetera, for, uh, for their offenses. Um, and, you know, don't give me that bullshit about people just saying, well, they're innocent until proven guilty. Mm-hmm. Look, we had an incident recently where someone almost murdered someone. Uh, the, the individual was released, and then there was another murder. To me, you as the, the taxpayer, that should be unacceptable. Mm-hmm. That should be something you vote for. That should be something you demand from your municipal and provincial uh, candidate. And ask for that to be changed, demand that that be changed. Uh, as police officers, we want to support ourselves, our, our own group, and we want to support you, but we need your help. So that's what we're asking for. I'd love to have a little bit of support from the public. The Victoria City Police Union has been around a long time. We have a difficult job. We have fantastic people, and we want to get this job done, but we need your help. So make sure you, when you go to the polls, you demand that from any candidate and help us with our efforts. Mm -hmm. Absolutely. What I found most disappointing recently was uh, we were fighting tooth and nail, well, Chief Manick was, with uh, the City of Victoria councillors, who, let's be honest, 
there's a few of them on there that don't like the police. They don't like the police. They don't like what we do or how we do it with very little education on their part. They have no clue. But he had to fight tooth and nail just to get them to approve the budget this year, which, like Matt said, is the minimal amount. And then Esquimalt turns around and votes it down. So they have basically for their 13.8%, I think that's the amount. Don't quote me, but I'm pretty yeah, sure it yeah. is. They have they have uh, the right to veto our budget. So, but the thing is, is that people what people don't realize <clears throat> is that for that thirteen point eight percent, Esquimalt gets a lot more service than what they should or could. If there's a a homicide in Esquimalt, they get a dog, ERT, detectives, forensics. They're not paying for that, but they get it because they're part of the the agreement. If they were to get rid of Victoria Police and go with their own department, they wouldn't get that service. It just wouldn't happen. Well, the last murder that happened in Squamish, we solved that night. Mm-hmm. That's my opinion. And he was uh, arrested within a couple hours. And I think, uh, and those were officers was, coming from the Corps right, to Esquimalt yeah, to help out. They did not cross the border and let the three Esquimalt officers deal with it. So, yeah, absolutely. So uh, that's our call to action. Um, we believe that there needs to be change at the municipal level for sure. There needs to be change at the provincial level as far as police board uh, uh, makeup goes. There should be no interference from uh, mayors and other politicians, uh, from my perspective, to make sure that policing has the right resources. And it's unacceptable in today's world where it's more dangerous, uh, a faster pace, and uh, we need to get that dealt with. And more expensive. <laughs> That's the reality. Policing is expensive. We, yep. know, we know that. Um, but Just if, the demands if, on if, disclosure, it's getting more and more expensive. Yeah, and that's a whole other podcast. Mm-hmm. All right, folks, we appreciate you listening. That's our rant for tonight. And we'll see you at the next True Blue podcast. Good night, everybody. Thank you for listening to the True Blue Podcast. Join us next time for more stories about policing in Victoria and Esquimalt. The True Blue Podcast is sponsored by the Victoria City Police Union. Thanks to our media partners, H2 Accelerator, who have helped design and deliver our new improved marketing strategies. Thank you to our master of music, Gord McKee. Special thanks to the creators of the True Blue Podcast, Host, Matt Waterman. Sound and editing, Todd Mason. Concept design, Daryl Baswick. And sidekick, Steve, for the production and sound studio. Thank you for listening to the True Blue Podcast.